Welcome to NextCast, a podcast about teaching and learning at Humber College. I'm Nathan Whitlock, a professor at Humber College and an editor-at-large at Humber Press. As you probably know, due to the threat from COVID-19, all of Humber College's programs have gone online and its campuses are closed. So this is the second of our remote episodes. In this episode, I speak via Skype to Christy Kennedy, a professor in the Fashion Arts and Business program in Humber's Faculty of Business, about how she is handling the sudden shift to online teaching. Welcome to NextCast, Christy. Thank you. Just to start things off, because we uh, are doing this by Skype and we are not doing this in person, we can't actually see each other, I was wondering if you could just uh, sort of tell us what program you're teaching in right now and what what courses you're you're focusing on right now. Um, I'm in the business school and I'm in the fashion program, fashion arts and business. I am focusing on fashion history and I've got retail buying course too. And then I'm at the postgrad, I'm teaching global trade in the apparel industry. So you have a fairly, uh, you have a fairly full plate right now? Oh yes, yeah, very full. And how have things been going in the past few weeks? I mean, in general, not just in terms of your teaching, but just in terms of, uh, you know, dealing with this weird time. Well, yeah, this is a really weird time. Um, I would say this is a huge adjustment. I mean, we've gone from going to work every day, all of us, myself included, to being uh, at home and we're not supposed to leave except to buy groceries. And then, of course, there's work and just trying to focus on how to get all this material across to the students online and think that through. And so it's been very busy, to be honest. And in terms of that that question of, you know, getting that material to students online, what were the, uh, what are the classes that you're teaching right now that you, that were the hardest to kind of make that transition from class, classroom to, to online? I'd say each in their own way has had different challenges. Um, fashion history, that's a really visual course. And so, you know, when I'm teaching in the classroom, I've got this great big screen and I bring in garments and we look at what we're wearing and we have these big discussions on each of the eras. So I'd say that one is, you know, how to get those visuals and understanding across. That's been really interesting, actually. And I'm using, obviously, Blackboard Ultra. And last class was the 1970s. And I had all the students run around their wardrobes and wear all their 1970s outfits online myself included. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And then they had to prepare a dance, you know, the hustle, 1970s hustle. So we put the dance. I know it was a riot. <laughs> I know it was absolutely hilarious. I practiced all week and so did the students. And I said, we're all wearing our 1970s outfits and we're going to do the hustle online together. And so I put it on Blackboard Ultra. I did the whole, the share screen and I said, you've all got to get up and do this. And so I played it and we all did it. And I did it, even though I was right behind the computer screen. They couldn't see me, but I was doing it. And they just had an absolute riot wearing their outfits. And then we proceeded to go through our clothing online with each other and the trends and name them and come up with the terminology. And frankly, it was a hoot. We had an absolute riot. That was a lot of fun. We put on our COVID masks that we had and then decided to redesign them for 1980s. They're so excited. They're already sending me all their designs and they've got, you know, 1980s Versace fabrications going onto their masks. And, um, oh, it's hilarious what they've come up with. But they have to review the 80s so that they can figure out what to put on the masks. Anyway, it's, it, I'm just laughing. I think it's hilarious. Then retail buying course. Yes, that's a tough one uh, because that's pure math. So 
The challenge with that course has been testing. I've, I've found that really tough because in class, you don't get to whip out formula sheets. You know, you're in a meeting, you've got to be able to do the calculations. Now I know that they're at home, they can use all their notes and they have everything at their disposal. And how do I test that so that they, you know, they get the learning outcomes and understand how to do the math quickly? That's been huge. That's been very time consuming to come up with these exams that are, you know, so that you're using um, a random test bank. Uh, no two exams are the same. Every exam I'm trying to do as many, you know, calculation formula questions as I can and just hope that there's some integrity there. You have a very complicated task right now that, you know, keeping a lot of balls in the air. Yeah, this is, um, I guess when I first found out we were going online, I thought, no big deal. I'll just do everything on Blackboard. It shouldn't be any different. I definitely underestimated how much this was going to take, like what sort of thinking processes and rethinking and then just trying to understand the technology in such a short time span and then how to use the technology. And it's just, it's experimenting and I try this and I try that. Um, it's been pretty huge, really huge. It sounds like you were sort of in the thick of it with those courses too, in terms of the material you were working on, in terms of the discussions you were having and the content you were you were working with uh, with the students. I mean, in my own case, I was lucky enough with with one of the classes, uh, one of the courses I was teaching, that we were just about to go into a a period where they were working on group projects anyway, and it was somewhat uh, self directed. So there wasn't a whole lot that I had to to throw online. It sounds like you were still very much in the thick of of delivering direct lessons. Did that kind of add to the challenge as well? It did, and I was I, there was definitely more content that I felt was important to cover, and I I wanted to get through that. And you know what's interesting too is they wanted it. Like they're all at home, they need something to do. They the busier we are during this time period, I think the better we're off our mental health is because we wake up every day and we've got structure and things to do and goals to achieve and lessons to learn. So I, you know, sure, I maybe could have cut out some, but you know, I didn't, I didn't because I just wanted them to learn it. Like I wanted them to know, and I didn't, I didn't want them to, to feel that a bunch of content had been removed, been removed because they, they wanted it. They said, give me everything. We want it. That's what they told me. So I did what they told me. <laughs> That's actually kind of ideal when that you're getting that kind of feedback. Yeah. I mean, I think the feedback that I have received from the students is they are, they're telling me they're very, very busy. Um, that they've got lots of projects and adapting to online. They're okay with the, the technology, unlike me, who I'd say I'm not their generation, so I'm definitely finding it harder. But they they definitely are driven. I mean, they they want it. I'm not, I figured I'd get a bunch of students emailing me saying, oh, I'm sick. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, there's there's a lot of communication going on, a lot of emails, a lot of messages, Blackboard Ultras. I'm also using Panopto. I love Panopto. Um, that is the coolest app. You just, all I do is just take a quick little video with my phone if I have to explain a concept. And then it's just like magic. It goes from my phone uh, and you push process and then you have to um, decide who you're going to share it with. And I just share it with everybody. And then you go into Blackboard and it says, 
uh, you're going into, I go into learning outcomes, learning materials, and then it just says embed a Panopto video and you just pick one and boom, it's there. It's just amazing. And I find it the minute I put the Panopto video up for the, the first one, I didn't do it right. Um, technologically speaking, I didn't allow everyone to see it. So then you get these emails or messages saying so-and-so is asking for permission to see your video. And I put it up seconds later, I've got message after message after message from my students saying, I need to see the video. And they were just, I think they were just really starving for it. I was completely shocked actually that they are sitting there by their computers all day, just waiting for this stuff. What's something that you actually are missing right now in terms of, in terms of teaching? What's the main thing that you really, you really want to get back to when, when this is all over? Well, I just miss the interaction. I miss seeing their faces. You know, I miss talking and interacting. The classroom discussions, they're good and they're happening, but it's like some are speaking, some are typing. It's its very disjointed at times. So I think I miss that interaction and, and the discussions. I, I'm missing it. They're missing it too. One last thing. I mean, this just happened yesterday. It was announced that all of the summer programs uh, and and the the rest of the semester essentially will all be online. So there's a whole group of faculty, full time and part time, who are now looking towards doing a, exactly what you're doing right now, which is taking courses uh, online and not just the last three or four weeks of a course, but an entire program. And I was wondering if you had any advice that you could pass on as someone who's in the thick of it right now to, to those people who are just getting ready to do it? One of my saving graces in all this, because again, I'm not tech savvy, um, has just been, I've got a network of other teachers that I pretty much talk to every single day. We talk and we FaceTime each other. And every time one of us is feeling frustrated and you do get frustrated with this, very frustrated. <laughs> um, we'll call each other and someone will say, I've got a solution or what have you tried that? And we're running all our ideas past each other. And then we just talk about life, you know, um, what's going on and how we're feeling. And I'd say that try to develop a network and get close and, and vent, vent, you know, I've got many of them just call and say, I have to vent. I've got to say, this is so annoying. <laughs> and, and we say, okay, well, listen, I think you need, we really need that interaction just from a human perspective. Other words of advice, I guess, just try to look at this as, as a, a big learning curve for us. And the fact that, I mean, I've been teaching 15 years and I'm used to going to the classroom and I've gotten a comfort zone there and I'm definitely not fully in my comfort zone right now. And it's almost like I'm being educated now. I'm going back to school to learn how to teach online and I'm teaching myself. And just to look at it, that we're re-educating ourselves too. And that's kind of fun in a way. I feel good about that because it's a challenge. So I'm trying to look at it as a challenge in that way. Those are all great suggestions and it's all great advice. Um, I just had one suggestion for you, which is next year, if you are refreshing your history of fashion course, when you're looking at the learning outcomes in terms of what the students come out of that course knowing, I think you have to add that they will know how to do the hustle. <laughs> I think that's essential. I will. It was an absolute riot. I can do it with my eyes closed now. So can they. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on NextCast. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun.
This episode of Next Cast was produced by me in my basement for Humber Press. Special thanks to Kristen Valois and Megan Strymus. To listen to previous episodes of Next Cast and to read issues of the magazine, go to humberpress.com. You can also find free, downloadable transcripts of every NextCast episode at humberpress.com. To suggest stories for future episodes of NextCast, or to just let us know what you think, email humberpress at humber.ca. That's humberpress, all one word, at humber.ca. Thanks, and see you next time. That is still not a pun.